You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They clinch the regular season Big East title and will be the number one seed next week in the Big East tournament at the world's most famous arena. 72-60, to 60, the final. Nova defeats Creighton. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Villanova covering the number last night. Points bet the exclusive sports betting partner, the Denver Nuggets, outdoing the competition in Colorado. Everyone listening out, 1430 in Denver. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here, listening uh, live, everyone, on the radio.com app, 1430 in Denver. And we also are streaming live on YouTube. So check out the radio.com sports YouTube page, Eli Hershkovich versus Ross Tucker. Uh, I'm wondering if we're even going to be able to get to any of the games coming up tonight or the next couple of days. How you feeling, Eli? I appreciate the introduction from Joe, but I feel like we're going to be able to talk about one college basketball game today. Well, I have a question first before we get to the, <laughs> the ones that you want to make us talk about. Um what what's the latest on my guy Colin Gillespie? Because I'm very bummed out about this. He's like one of my favorite college basketball players. I saw him play in high school. Villanova's point guard. He's been very good for four years, and he hurts his night on senior night. Uh, hurts his knee on senior night. I guess the question is, Eli. I mean, I know that they probably didn't have a great chance to win it all anyway, but how if he's out, how much does this kill them? Yeah, they're in trouble. If they lose early in the Big East tournament, I mean, he means that much. He's their starting point guard, like you mentioned, Ross, and initiates their entire offense. We saw Creighton go on like a 17 to run last night. Didn't win the game. Villanova still won the game by double digits, but still made it interesting, and Villanova's offense struggled without Gillespie. So Jay Wright said yesterday they're having the MRI on his left knee this morning. We'll see how how bad it is, but he couldn't put any weight on that left knee when people when they were showing him throughout the uh, the second half. So Villanova could be done in the first round. They could lose to a 13 or a 14 seed. We'll see what kind of matchup they get. But if not, they are primed for a second round upset, if you even want to call it that at this point. Eli, do you like that these smaller conferences um, have these tournaments? So if you have, what I'm getting at is you can have a great regular season. And if you don't win the conference tournament, they're going to be team. It happens every year. They're going to be on the outside looking in when we get to it. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, Joe, St. Louis, like let's take the Atlantic 10, for instance, right? St. Louis is in an Atlantic 10 conference. That is a one big league. And St. Louis was the favorite to come in. A lot of people I know, my co-host on Beck ULU, Thomas Casale has a college basketball title feature on, on the Billikens but they were shut down by COVID twice. They're still 
well, coming into the Atlantic 10 tournament, they were had the second shortest odds to win the conference tournament. If there was no conference tournament, they wouldn't be in the NCAA tournament. So I agree with you that a, a one-bid league, like maybe the Missouri Valley Conference, even though I think Loyola Chicago and Drake both get in because they'll probably meet in the NBC title game in Arch Madness, that's a different story. But in, in a normal season, like Loyola Chicago last year, or Drake last year, for instance, they, I believe, lost in the first round. That was actually Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa lost in the first round last year of Arch Madness. If there was an NCAA tournament, they wouldn't have been in the dance. So it, it works both ways. A team like St. Louis that struggles could get in because they play well and they play up to what they were supposed to be in a, in a COVID season, or it could work the other way, like Northern Iowa last year. Eli, do you bet a lot on conference championship futures, like Team X to win the tourney? Yeah, I have actually, so speaking of St. Louis, I have a A-10 future on the Billikens to win the conference tournament at, I think it was plus 225. Anywhere over plus 200 was a good number, but obviously that conference tournament's uh, underway. Can't really get that bet in at a legal book right now. I do like Oregon to win the Pac-12 tournament. They're playing extremely well. Won like six of their last seven games. Uh, came back in the second half against UCLA yesterday. Priced it around plus 275, still on points bet. That's a team that's playing so well defensively, could turn you over a ton and is so good in transition. I don't know how good this team is in terms of making a deep run in March. Could probably win one or two games in the dance. Might be able to upset a one or a two seed, potentially, depending on uh, who that fourth one seed is. Illinois would be a tough matchup because both of those teams are so good defensively. But I like Oregon a lot for a Pac-12 tournament future. That's all I have right now, and then I'll dig in as we get closer. But like I mentioned with the Big East uh, that conference tournament is much more wide open uh, with Gillespie going down. I hate to uh, bring in any sort of off the court stuff with Greg McDermott and Creighton, but what he yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it, but that affected the team, and they talked about it yesterday. They, I mean, they didn't want to comment on it. He said he was willing to be done for the season. Yeah, and, he was going to resign, coach. right? Right. That's he. He told his team that. So I think the Big East tournament is Jeez. wide open. Yeah. What about Kentucky SEC? Uh, you've been talking about them. I had Brad Evans on early odds over the weekend. He talked about taking a shot with the Wildcats uh, for that tournament. What do you think? Yeah, the SEC, Arkansas is playing so well defensively. I think Alabama, I don't want to say they're on upset alert, but when they don't shoot well, like they were in the beginning of the conference play, and they're still really good defensively, but they rely on their three so much that they have to be hot for a two or three game stretch or if they want to go deeper in the NCAA tournament. Arkansas, though, again, the Hogs with Justin Smith back. They're like 18, 19, and 2 with him in the starting lineup this year. Struggled defensively, struggled on the glass without him. I think Kentucky is a shot to make a run. They're around 14 to 1 to win the SEC tournament, but their point guard play is just so inconsistent. And we've seen that in the last couple of games, especially against a, a pretty good defensive team in Ole Miss earlier in the week with a, a point guard in Askew that shouldn't even be playing college basketball right now. He should be a senior at high school but we've seen a lot of uh, senior eligible uh, players in, in, from high school uh, playing college this year just because of the rules in a COVID season. They have the athleticism. They, they play well enough defensively. They're inconsistent shooting-wise, but the biggest area of concern with Kentucky is the point guard spot. But taking a long shot on the Wildcats to win the SEC tournament, I don't hate it. So here's what I don't understand, Eli. Aren't you better off just betting 
these teams to win each game individually as they go, as opposed to spending the money on the futures? Like if you just pick St. Louis each game or Oregon each game, aren't you better doing that than betting the futures thing? No, because Oregon could conceivably win the Pac-12 regular season title on Sunday, get the number one seed in the conference tournament, and then they're a favorite. Then they're a pretty big favorite up until maybe the semifinal where it's kind of a shorter line or the title game. You would expect Oregon to be favored the entire way. I think there could be an upset or two in the NC in the A-10 tournament where St. Louis could end up being the highest-ranked team left come the come the championship game uh, later this weekend. So, no, I think it – if you But what, wanna, what if you roll it over with dogs? I think that's the right. – right? That's the scenario exactly. where it would make sense? If you roll it over with dogs, it's like the NCAA tournament. You might get a better price because the numbers are going to be much shorter come, come, the, uh, come the big dance – versus trying to take a future a game or so before the NCAA tournament. Auburn, probably the exception to the rule for for us, Joe, a couple of years back when they made the Final Four at around 60-1. to one. But, yeah, I mean, you might be able to get a good number on a dog, maybe a, a four or five seed in the conference tournament. Otherwise, though, like a number one seed, number two seed, take in plus 200 or above, like with Oregon or St. Louis, is some solid value. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here. Our guest, Eli Herskovich at Eli Herskovich on Twitter, co-host the BetQLU podcast, of course, talking some college hoops here. And uh, it didn't go unnoticed, Eli, that you saved the best guest for your own podcast instead of putting on BetQL Daily when you got Matt Metcalf well, over at Circuit. Oh, come on. I, I, I noticed. I'm just comment. telling you. I'm just telling you I noticed. I didn't say anything to you. I didn't text you about it, but yeah. You, you knew I was going to make that comment. comment. Yeah, I, I figured you would if you saw it, you would it's make the true. comment at some point. He's it's it's on a game by game basis, you can't really go in depth. Like it's it's really a lot of future stuff with Metcalf. And it was a really interesting conversation with his power oh. rating process, but not really game by game, <laughs> that sort of thing with, with Metcalf. But again, people have their strengths. Um <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. I'd love to know when this happened. You say tournament normal now. It's when you were in Philadelphia, you were doing a tournament every single time, but now tournament. you're back to saying it how you said it a couple of years ago. Well, I would talk with Tyler every day for October and on, and I would hear tournament every day, and that's all I would hear. So it just kind of got ingrained, and then now I'm kind of back to normal because I don't hear it anymore. You know, it's funny. I was with my sister this past weekend, and she was saying water, water, like that, that like that. Like not that that's a Philly thing. Water. Is she still there? No, she lives in DC. That's why I'm like, oh. what are you talking about? But <laughs> but we grew up near Philly. So like that's yeah. I, it's like she got around me and my my mom and felt like she needed to start talking like that. All right. What do you have? Um are, is Eli coming back for lightning bets? I don't know. Well, are you coming back for another segment or you gotta run? I got to run after this, but for my best bets for tonight, for a bet that I'm looking at, I'm already on Duquesne right now. If you didn't get that in, see, the line actually moved pretty drastically for this game. Ross talks about that from time to time with mid-major games, like how much the a, a line can move with a, a smaller conference. So one of uh, one of Richmond's guards, Blake Francis, was ruled out about maybe an hour, 30 minutes before tip. Uh, Duquesne was a plus five and a half point dog. So they were, uh, Richmond was a five and a half point favorite. The line shifted to three and a half. So a smaller handle kind of game where more money comes in, the line can move a little quicker and can make more of a, a dent in the handle. So now it's plus six and a half at half for Duquesne. You're getting a, a better 
you're getting a little more value than it was pregame, even on the uh, soft opener. So I would take Duquesne here at half if you're listening and want to grab some some action on Duquesne Richmond at the break. And then my other bet for tonight is Oklahoma State against Baylor. Uh, Cowboys, you might want to say maybe they're primed for a letdown after four straight wins. Kate Cunningham doesn't play well in the last game against Oklahoma, but you're getting 12, 11 and a half. Isaac likely Oklahoma State's point guard might not play, which is a little bit of an issue for me. But I just think Baylor is still a little overinflated in the market. Fourth game off the COVID layoff. I don't think their defense is right yet. And they allowed a good amount of points inside the paint. That's their biggest defensive weakness. Cade Cunningham could get to the rim, the number one overall pick in, in this upcoming NBA draft. And that's how Oklahoma State scores. So I think Oklahoma State can keep this thing within uh, four possessions. Thank you, Eli. You coming on the show tomorrow? I believe so. I believe uh, okay. I'll be on with your coach to be named later. He can okay. be on lightning bets later. He can come back for lightning bets. Got big meetings. Very busy. He won't tell us anything about it. Thanks, Eli. Uh, download the BetQLU podcast. Follow Eli on Twitter by his name. At Eli Herskovich. Coming up next, we'll get into some NFL draft props available. His numbers are going to be gone soon, so we'll talk about that. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.